0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Flapping, Flapping and, and Fawning. Fawning. I'm Flapjack.
1: And I'm Fawn. Fawn, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Flapjack?
0: You know, I'm I'm doing okay. The world is, it feels like it's crumbling around me. There's a lot of pressure right now just to, like, keep going, keep going. And I'm just, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. Things are super busy right now. We're not but, talking
1: about your hole here.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, no, not the hole. do not I don't, don't want to bring up the hemorrhoids on the... <laughs> on the pod, but um, (laughs) since you asked, they're not doing great. Speaking
1: (laughs) of today's topic.
0: (laughs) We're talking about All-Star 7, (laughs) which is quite a hole to go down. Uh, Well, so we are going to be reviewing every episode of All-Star 7 as it is uh, showing on Paramount+. And we were blessed with two episodes, so you are currently listening to our review of episode one of All-Star 7. Now, before we even get into it, Fawn who are you rooting for? What What are you thinking?
1: Um, I am a huge Shea Kool-Aid fan. Like, since season 9 I've been obsessed. Yes. So, like, she really won me even more, and she didn't have to on All Stars 5 with her runways. I stay in a runway queen. So, so.
0: oh my god, that's so funny. I I also, I'm very inspired by Shea Coulee. Um, I I started watching Drag Race with season eleven, and which I, I feel like is really late in the game. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but for for me, my first introduction to Shay, like I had seen the Sasha Velour like iconic roses moment, um, which she
1: still looked stunning during that lip sync. It was absolutely. just Sasha Slade.
0: But with with Shay, my introduction to her on All Stars five, it was very much her storyline was based around her losing and i yeah. just, i felt it was it was very difficult for me to feel sympathy for her because i was like well everyone lost honey that's why that's why you're here <laughs> and, um so i'm just hoping that with shay there there's going to be a different storyline for her this season um that she lost her first season <laughs> but yeah i i think for me i'm brooding for big time uh trinity the tuck that is my grandmama and i just i love everything she does and she well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but she did really impress me in this episode. Um, but also, Evie Oddly is <sighs> probably the one I was most excited to see because she's just one who I, I know people critique her a lot for not necessarily being the most polished or whatever. I love it. I, I mean, I yeah, same. It's one where I can't wait to see what she's going to do next, you know? I, I, yeah. Yeah. All the that maybe maybe not always the most polished, but I I just can't wait to see the concept that's going to come around the corner because to me that's what's the most interesting part of drag.
1: And somebody that I'm really excited to see how they do is Jinx. Yes, Jinx. Okay, season five was my first season of live watching. Season two was my first season to watch. Um, so I watched two and three right as season five was starting, and binge those two seasons, and then watch season five live. So, like, I have a special connection to all the season five queens. I I love it. Well, there's so much to talk about. I feel like we should just jump right in. Oh, but before we
0: do, we have something um, really special that all of our listeners, uh, you can't really see it, but... um, We'll post
1: pictures on the social media.
0: Make sure you follow us at Flapping and Fawn Pod on Instagram. We have some merch available. Yoo-hoo. Yes, we have flapping and fawning mugs and stickers that you can buy. So make sure that you swing over to the link in our bio so that you can grab your very, very own. And why don't we just do a little cheers moment? Hey, we got our wine poured.
1: <coughs>
0: yes. Uh, yes, now that my throat is lubricated, we are ready to dive right in to this episode. Well, it started off with this interesting intro from yeah. Paul. Like with the,
1: somewhere in the world
0: there is an innocent child trying on their mother's clothes." It was,
1: what season was it that they did that? Was that season three or season four? It might have even been five. I can't remember. But there was one of the older seasons where they did that like kind of like yeah. dreamy intro. And it was very <laughs> in, reminiscent of that. And it's something that we don't get very much in Drag Race. And it's always just so... Camp. camp
0: yeah, well, <laughs> and I don't think it's
1: in like it's camp in the fact of like yeah. it doesn't seem to be intentional. Mm-hmm. It seems to be like kind of trying to take itself a little serious, right. while also like still being a little aware that it is kind of camp. Absolutely, but I totally get that.
0: I don't know. For me, it it kind of touched my heart in a in a way because it 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 did represent how all of these winners really have inspired so many people. And I think that's going to be evident as we watch the season, um, because the judges are not giving very many harsh critiques.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, these they're are also are so not beloved. doing. But I don't see any of them actually just flopping this season. True. Although it would be great if they did, because we love to see <laughs> failure on Drag Race. It's relatable.
0: Amen. Well, okay. Well, let's just jump right in. We have some of the first impressions. Uh, or I, I just want to know what were some of your first impressions based on the entrance looks and lines? Were there any that stuck out to you?
1: Um, Shay, obviously. Yeah. Her makeup is always immaculate. The color choices of the blue and the orange with the line work, just incredible. Also, just the confidence that she walks in with. Yeah. And when she goes, first in again. Feels so poetic because (laughs) she's been first in so many times.
0: I did not realize that. Yeah. So her entrance line was, oh, I didn't know I needed an introduction. Yeah. Um, And I I just think that's so accurate for her. She really is epic. And she's wearing this amazing like neon orange moment. And she has like the, uh, a a little
1: compact, a compact mirror in her hand. So good.
0: The hair is sleeked back.
1: Oh, And it's so hard to, like, pull off that, like, slick hair like that. Yes. And it look well, like, look well done. And it look correct. Exactly. Every other proportion has to be correct for it to look right. And it absolutely is.
0: Yeah, she really does look phenomenal. Well, following her into the workroom, we had the one and only season 12 winner, Jada Essence Hall. I'll let you start
1: with your opinions on this one.
0: This was actually, I think this was my favorite entrance look. Out of all of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And just the, I don't know, just everything about it. She got the memo, same as Shay, that it was the shoulder pads episode um, because she's coming and wearing that. She's got this blazer moment happening. It is rhinestone from head to toe. Oh, it's
1: so stunning. And it
0: it showed up so well on camera, which is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, especially
1: with rhinestones.
0: Right. It's truly encrusted, you know? Yeah. It's like this white and red moment. Um, Yeah. I, I, Mm. I was really obsessed. What did you think?
1: I loved it. However, my one critique is because of all the rhinestones that are all the AB on top of the red material. um, And don't come for me for feeling like this, because trust me, I love Jada. I've worked with her. She is amazing. And I am excited to see her. Um, But all the like crystal rhinestones on the red just kind of muted the red a little bit. And I would have liked a little more vibrance.
0: That's so interesting. Wow. But that's I, just I, me personally. I honestly feel the complete opposite from like she went she walked in and said, It's literally
1: of, just a personal taste preference yeah. at this point. So it's not anything I'm docking her for because she looked so good. I did not understand her entrance line.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. Her entrance line was She's back? Yeah. <laughs> that was a little confusing. I I mean I guess she was just trying to say, like, well, I guess you weren't expecting to see me back because I won, right? Right. I, Yeah. (laughs) But
1: also, like, it's an all-winter season, so. True, true, true. Which also, whenever we had her at brunch, because she was at our very first brunch, one of the questions was, like, when we had a little, like, Q&A at the end, because we didn't do meet and greets, because it was... Well, it's Jada. Hall. Well, and it was also August of 2020. Ooh. I think it was August. Right, right, right. So it was like, still everything was super social distance. Uh, yeah. That. Um, and somebody asked her, "Would you do an all-winter season?" And she said, "Absolutely not." <laughs> <laughs> so well, she lied. Um,
0: <coughs> ooh, <coughs> excuse me, Lord have mercy. Well, following up after Jada, we have Evie Adley, and her entrance line is, "Don't mind me." I just even the odds. Brilliant. Yes. I, I love her so freaking much. Um, her hair yeah. stole the show in this <laughs> episode.
1: And not necessarily in a good way. Um, The look is stunning. And honestly, I didn't even realize she was wearing a swimsuit underneath the jacket until they do oh. the runway walk she with Naomi.
0: Is. Oh, shit.
1: I didn't even realize that it was just a swimsuit underneath until after... They meet Naomi Campbell.
0: I love it. I, she's looking very super villain to me with this purple jacket, purple and yellow moment. and With the
1: pieces in the hair from the jacket. Yes. If the hair would have just stayed up in place, it would have been perfection for me. However, I love <laughs> a little bit of a chaotic energy, which is also why I'm excited for Jada. But... I love a little bit of chaotic energy, so I feel like it fits Evie's personality. Okay,
0: okay. But do you think, so my partner, when we were watching this, uh, he and I were talking, and do you think that it was intentional from her at all? Because, like, at first it was like, oh, no, all oh, that sucks. Like, oh, the hair's kind of uh, flopping around. But then she's, like, really, like, leaning into it when they do I the, think the walk
1: later on. I think it started as an accident. Mm. And then she just kind of leaned into it, but also yeah. she's not one that worries about the super polished refined edges of things. so who knows? I love the severe widow's peak though <laughs> i love I love a widow's <laughs> peak on a wig. I will prefer a widow's peak to a rounded hairline any day
0: <laughs> i love it i've never I've never personally um tried that, but that may be in my repertoire coming up very very soon. All right, following Evie, we have my grandmama, Trinity the Tide.
1: It's a flop.
0: Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> a flop already? Yes. I don't think so. It's bad. It's bad. You, what? She looks gorgeous. Okay, actually, okay, no, here's I the agree. thing. This is not my favorite.
1: The elements are great. Every element by itself <laughs> is f- fantastic. But when you put all of them together... No.
0: (laughs) Okay, so for our listeners who do not have the visual aid that we have right now, I do want to describe this. (laughs) We've got (laughs) the the purple hair. It's got this... this It's like this burgundy
1: wine purple...
0: It is, th- I just combined gorgeous and beautiful. It is this gorgeous <laughs> moment with these beautiful waves. And it has a headpiece that is kind of covering one of her eyes. But also Meanwhile, the eye. bang is
1: covering the other half of her face.
0: Yeah. And then. It's this got sh- this big
1: plume out of the f- mask.
0: Yes. Very marching band. I, I appreciate that <laughs> moment. Um, and the plume, the, it's got these black feathers on it. Um, which goes into the bottom half of this gown. Um, so from like the waist down, it's just feathers, feathers, feathers,
1: but the top is a motorcycle jacket.
0: Yeah. And I think that's where with fall-
1: neon, neon elastic, like straps, that's it's, like a bondage strap. Yeah. It looks like it's just neon elastic. And like, that's where I say all of these elements by themselves, I would absolutely love and have zero problem with. It's just all of them together. And the earring, I'm not a acquaint- I'm not like <laughs> somebody that is like, you have to have an earring. However, if you're going to have an earring, make it fit.
0: Wait, but look at her purse. I love the little purse.
1: I didn't even notice the purse because I thought everything else was so bad.
0: <laughs> well, the purse is like this little clutch with these black feathers on it. Um, and it's so teeny, teeny, tiny. I, I didn't it's a cute notice purse. Until just now. Um, I love it. I, I love having a moment. I mean, if if you've ever been to one of my shows, I am always carrying a clutch. Same. Like, got my little crossbody, and I just I just love pulling out the teeniest, tiniest little purse. I love a purse to put all of my ones in. Um, I'm I'm sorry, Trinity, but I don't know. This is this isn't. Wrong. I heard that
1: all of your ones would just fit in a tiny purse.
0: Yeah, well, not everyone's a size queen, Fawn. Next up, we have Monet Exchange. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, we really need to invest in a soundboard. We'll we'll make that happen. Um, if you go buy some of our merch, uh, over yes. at the link in our bio on Flapping and Fawning Pod.
1: I Instagram. swear, we need the one that I sent you from Pit Stop on that of Nicole Bayer. Oh yes, lift up the hood and suck the dick.
0: <laughs> I didn't know she was a mechanic. <laughs> Well, Monet Exchange walks in and she is wearing um this uh, uh what do you, is this called gingham?
1: I think that would be more flannel. Flannel, yeah It's yes. like a plaid flannel.
0: Plaid flannel, red and black. She's got the money guns.
1: It's, oh, so stunning.
0: I yeah, I I really love love this. And the hair. Um how would you Wait, describe this hair?
1: Hold on. What is this? What is what? The shoulders? Okay. I don't I don't I don't I don't like the shoulders. What? However Every the little doilies on the shoulders is a bit much.
0: But but it, I like I like how it it is an additional accent on the the sleeves like the-, the sleeves
1: make perfect sense. Maybe if it wasn't on the collar, maybe if it just had it on the shoulders and not on the collar, I would like it. But it's almost looks like you know when somebody gets their makeup done and they're on like a television show. And they stuff like the paper towels in their collar. So they just take them off right before they go on set. (laughs) So they don't get makeup in the collar. That's what it's giving me.
0: Okay. Well, I respect your opinion. I respectfully disagree. I think she looks absolutely stunning. I love this. No, I am not saying
1: she doesn't look stunning. I'm not saying she doesn't look (laughs) stunning. That is the one, you know, I'm going to always have the critical eye on things. Um, Every other detail of this, I am absolutely in love with. I love that the chap legging things mm-hmm. go all the way into the boot. I love the little pocket sticking out of the denim shorts. Yes. That is such a cute touch. Um, I love the gold chain. Yeah. It's literally just like the collar piece for me That's is so funny. the only thing that I'm not here for.
0: Now that you mention it, yeah, it does kind of look like um, she is, she just put on a bib, you know, like. When you went to, you know, the, the when you go to get seafood, uh, like a large lobster. She went to the Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she she and just left the left the and then went to film All Star Seven. Why not? I mean, why <laughs> not? I love it. <laughs> but her um, her entrance line was, "You know what they say, Monet changes everything," and then she shoots off the money guns. I think I think this was the perfect entrance line for. Oh
1: her. yeah. All and names. Jinx Monsoon season five winner.
0: I love for her entrance line. She just kind of walked in and struck a pose and said, Fine.
1: Right. And they <laughs> always <laughs> do such a good job of like the right background music mm. for each entrance. Yeah. Um, although on a normal season you can usually use that to tell <laughs> how somebody's gonna get an edit. You right. can't with this <laughs> because they're all winners.
0: Everyone gets a good one. Yay. <laughs>
1: but this is for me such a logical elevation of what her season five entrance was mm. it's literally her season five just elevated to what she does now
0: oh my god that is such a such a great point i did not realize that and to be honest i was actually a little disappointed with the entrance, i mean like, but now that you say that This totally makes sense. Yeah.
1: If it wasn't for it being referential to her season five, I'd be very underwhelmed. But because of the referential nature to season five entrance, it makes very logical sense to me. And I
0: feel like throughout this episode, we're getting this storyline that she has grown into this. uh, Oh, absolutely. she's, She's gone from this super petite, um, uh, like baby queen almost, you know, saying water off her duck's back to this fully grown, extremely confident milf who's just sexy. Wants I was to trying to moment. tease
1: it, but I just pissed it <laughs> off. <laughs>
0: Amen. She's got the floral robe on with the black lingerie.
1: I love this being her signature hair color.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's so gorgeous. Uh, do, you, do you do a lot of red in your hair?
1: Uh, all the time. I love a warm tone in my hair, whether mm. it's like... Red, orange, like a natural ginger, anything like of a warm tone, pinks. That's like Fawn's like natural yeah. area to go, even though like blues and purples are my favorites to wear.
0: And do the carpets match the drapes?
1: Um you have to pay for my Patreon for that.
0: <laughs> oh well that's that's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Next up we have season four winner, Raja. It's so funny, I, I've watched her so much on uh,
1: fashion, fashion Photo Review, <laughs>
0: and to be reviewing her, I'm like, I feel severely underqualified, but I'm right. going to do it anyway, why not? What do you think of this entrance look?
1: Um, so, can I tell you something really embarrassing? Yes. Do you know how many times I had to see this entrance before I realized that what was around her head was an eye?
0: <laughs> you didn't get it right away?
1: No. I got that she said, did any? Did somebody call for an icon?" But I didn't register that it was an eye. <laughs> I just thought that it was a cute headpiece.
0: Yeah. I'll be honest. I did not quite get eye at first either. I was just so stunned by all the other shapes going on with this look. It's. <sighs> uh, the Okay. W- I, I do have a, qu- like, it's a question I, I, that I'm not entirely sure that, you know, the answer to, I probably should have looked this up or asked yeah. our professional researcher for the podcast to, to check in. Do you think that they're... So she's wearing gold and black, and she has this headpiece in addition to the eye shape that is around her face. Like, Are
1: they not eyelashes?
0: They may be eyelashes. I, I thought it may be like a, a cultural reference. I mean, it very well understand.
1: could be. Raja is very like about referencing her yeah. culture.
0: But I'm obsessed. What did you think... um of this look once you clued in on the icon Well, this I look.
1: already liked the look before I yes. realized the eye. Um, and there's something about the length with the little flare-up on the side. It makes her, legs look so good. And the little, like, flare-up is such a cute touch to keep it from just a yeah. circle skirt bottom. And it's one of those things. There are so many details on this. It is a bit overwhelming. And it's a really easy to get lost, and it would have been really easy to overdo this look, but I think she did it really well
0: okay, controversial opinion.
1: I really love
0: Raja, but i I think that i I think that my tastes are just a little bit more simple, and so looking at this i i I very much agree with what you're saying, like I looked at it and I was really overwhelmed. I eventually saw the eye, and I think because of that, I don't like this as much yeah, um, but I do appreciate that she no no one does. The, does looks the way Raja does looks. Right. And and it there is there are certainly lots and lots and lots of stunning elements about this that for me I may have not done so many of them. Honestly though,
1: I couldn't see her entering any other way than making a huge statement like this exactly. because it had been so long since she's been on the TV and she is known as the OG runway queen. Yeah.
0: It's almost like a firework, like that headpiece, you know, it's it's like it's like she walks in, it's an immediate celebration. Do you ever watch.
1: feel like a plastic bag?
0: Drifting through the wind.
1: Like a plastic bag. Wanting to start again. Like a plastic bag. Is that the only lyric you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite version of the song, where it just repeats, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? I do. I do.
0: Often a day. Although I recycle, so usually I'm, I'm more paper over plastic. Next, who who let this old bag walk in? It is the Vivian, winner of Season 1 UK Drag Race. Uh, what did you think of this look?
1: Oh. Um, and her entrance line was, "Don't you just love a long, hard, stiff competition?" Honestly, anybody with a horny entrance line. Hey, and a horny wig. Right, the wig is so good. The Viv knows how to turn a look. hmm I don't think she will ever let us down on the runway. She never really did on her season. Well, there was a couple. Um, there was one I could think of that I was. It was one, and it was the one it. where she did the little like prosthetic nose and she was brown and like she was a tree. Yeah, that tree. It was the tree And for someone me. else
0: like in the same season I think like, I just did that exact same look better than her. Yeah. <laughs> was, um, anyways. Anyways, but that's neither any here or stuff. there.
1: <laughs> I really like this look. It took... Okay, so I've watched this episode three times now. Plus I watched the entrance looks like multiple times when they came out. Right. Um, I will be honest, at first, I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. But... The more I looked at it, I kind of like the aspect of just having a nice top with kind of a simple, sleek bottom, like the sleek pants. I love pants and drag in general, so you're going to already have bonus points with me if you have pants on in drag. Um, But this bodice with the sleeves that are like separate pieces, it looks like, and the wig, I love a sculpted wig. I like this look.
0: The... so I, I agree. The I, I like everything, especially from the waist up. Um, I, I I guess I wish that the pants were gray or something, or, or or tied in a little bit more with the top half. I, it it does kind of look like I uh, something happened to the bottom half if of this look, and she just threw on the black
1: pants. If the pants had been like the same fabric of whatever that black embellishment is, on the top, yeah, it's like a sequin. Oh no, that might just be rhinestones oh, on yeah, the top. Yeah. Well. I'll forgive it.
0: I'm not sure. Maybe I, she I, I didn't don't have. To, maybe him, she
1: didn't have time to like embellish the pants, or maybe this was the plain look. This Fair. also is the entrance look. One of the least important look. One of the arguably most and least important looks because it gets you judged the most. However, there is zero repercussion for a bad look. One of the things in that ri- competition wise.
0: Yeah. I yes. True, true. True. One of the things that I really like about this look, though, from the top half up, it is it's doing this thing where it forces my eyes to move up like yeah so i mean th- the pants aside like the the shaping uh, around the corset and the the boob area it's got these shapes that make you move up and then you get to the the shoulders and it, it's pointing directly up and then the horns are going up to the sky so i, I think there are, there's something really cool about this look that would the experience that forces your eyes yeah to go through. it
1: gives you very much perspective and I will say, even though the pants may be simple, they are a good tailored pant that also just makes her legs look so long. And the pants hit the floor. But um, with that, we will cover the mystery guest after the break.
0: And we are back. So, following the Vivian, we had this mystery guest who came in looking like a bank robber in the black and white. Stripes. She looked like the
1: Hamburglar from she, McDonald's. She
0: All she needed was a red tie and a, a burger. You know, she needed that um, the number one. Why can't I remember what it's called right now? A Big Mac. A Big Mac. Oh, it's been a tough week, y'all. All I had was McNuggets.
1: <laughs> Excuse me,
0: bitch. Excuse me, bitch. I'm the okay, McDonald's on Dorset. Uh, we, have, we have one other sound in the soundboard. We have the intro, <laughs> the outro, the transition, and we have one spare one. And I'm like, what should we use it for? I'm thinking it might should be, <laughs> excuse me, bitch. I think it should be. <laughs> anyway, so for Raven, um, or I'm so, ooh, sorry, I gave it away. The, <laughs> she walks in and she has this huge hat on. All the queens are confused. And then suddenly she says, losing is the new winning. And everyone screams, she removes the hat, and it is revealed to us that it is Raven.
1: Okay, so who did you think it was when it first, when they first like showed it off?
0: Okay, my, my very first impression was I thought it was Priyanka um, from Canada's Drag Race at I, first. I so wish it would have been. I, I think that would have been really exciting, but I also didn't think that made sense. Especially
1: know? for it to be like a gag. Right. Because it, she would have been in promos.
0: Exactly. And it, I, I thought it would have made sense if maybe if the Vivian hadn't been there and so it was like, Oh, this was is like the, there it's international right. too. Um, I, on Twitter, I saw a lot of people like convinced it was envy Peru. And I just, I don't know. I just I didn't, didn't think it, it made sense between those I two. I would love
1: to see in the and Priyanka though oh, yeah. on a winter season because exactly. they are something about the first season winners of mm-hmm.
0: these international seasons. The international incredible. seasons
1: are just so mm-hmm. incredible. Like, I just finished watching Espana season one. And let me tell oh, you, yeah. Carmen for, I can't Carmen say her. Carmen Ferrala? Yeah. Yes. She was so stunning. The and she was time. like the logical choice. I didn't want to like her at the beginning because she is so beautiful. <laughs> but. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ugh, anyways. I don't want to get too caught up on Carmen, but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. She really is amazing. I, I was personally in that season rooting for. Like the super artsy entertainer who was who was non-binary and I was so no,
1: it Hugasio? Yes. Yeah, my favorite. Same. Uh-huh.
0: Anyways, enough about Espanya. Uh, Espanya with Raven. So she says that losing is the new winning, and we are set up to believe that she is going to be a ninth contestant. On did All-Star you believe 7. she was? Yes. Like, I did not. Well. I, so, kind of. So, <laughs> when when she showed up and had her own confessional m- moment, I was like, oh, she's she's really in this.
1: Yeah, but Gaga did that on season nine.
0: I, true. And I guess,
1: didn't Miley do that on whatever season Miley was on? Y-
0: yes. No, 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 she did. I just think to my... It was season 11, by the way, my very first. Um, but with Raven, I, I think it's different when it's a, a drag race queen and it's one who is... Uh, there's a lot of controversy around regarding there's the, so much controversy. yeah, but specifically regarding the win. And so I thought this may be drag race's way of saying, cause there was that like Raven rumor at one winner.
1: point where r- there was the rumor that Rue stripped Tyra's crown at one point mm-hmm. and retroactively gave it to Raven.
0: Do you think that this was drag race's way of saying that Raven is now considered the winner of season two?
1: I don't think so. No? No. I I think it's just Drag Race's way to pull a goop. And it was really more a goop. I really think it was more of a goop on the contestants than anybody.
0: Fair, fair.
1: Because I didn't believe it for a second. Because. Although it would have been a cute goop because, like, she is an Emmy-winning makeup artist. Yeah. But there's no way sh- she's ever going to be on another season of Drag Race unless Rue gets a new makeup artist. And at that point, there's going to be some kind of fallout between her and Rue, which means she will never be on another season of Drag Race. Fair.
0: But, okay, so that is partially why I felt, okay, maybe they really are saying that, I, I believe the formerly the artist formerly known as Tyra prefers to be um, yeah. named James now, referred yes. to as James. So I, I believe this, I think that this may have been their way of saying that Raven is the true winner because james no longer does drag and you're never gonna see raven on another season so just consider her your winner this is your moment to say that that's okay like yeah she's who we're counting now i feel like they would have handled
1: it much differently if that's what they were trying to say i don't know i you know prue (laughs) just likes to have raven pop up randomly
0: true true raven's
1: there already so she's already getting a paycheck so what's it yeah. to just pop her in there when Rue's not in drag. Exactly. If it's a chance for her to be on TV. She's not going to turn it down.
0: Would you have wanted to see her compete?
1: Mm. Ooh, I love this pause. <laughs>
0: Your face made like f- there were like five different emotions. First first you were you thought about it, and then you were like you felt guilty. And then you were angry. <laughs> and then you were like
1: confused. Well, it's just <laughs> there's a lot of controversy around Raven. Yeah. Um both in relation to her time on Drag Race and in her time off of Drag Race. I personally think she would be a fierce competitor, but I don't know that I would be, like, super excited to see her on there because there's also other queens that I feel like need the opportunity more than she does. Mm. She may, like, deserve the opportunity, but also she doesn't need the opportunity because she's booked which also should not be an argument. I'm aware of that. But she's also doing Guru's makeup, so I just know that it's never going to be a possibility.
0: Fair. I would have loved to have seen her compete, and so I was really excited to see that happen. I, I have not watched her I also sometimes wa- seasons, watch
1: but. spoilers, so I knew there was no way she was going to mm. be competing.
0: Okay, well, there was another a, a podcast. Um, Willem and Alaska's pod, uh, Hot Goss, they had someone who wrote in who said that they were a COVID vaccine um, administrator on All-Star 7, and there was one more queen that they had to vaccinate, but she wasn't in any of the promos. And so I thought, what when I initially saw that there was this ooh, mystery contestant, that was why my mind initially went to, oh, there must really be another winner. And I thought it may be James, um, who won season two. And this was gonna be some kind of comedy. That would have been
1: some kind of goop. Yeah, that would have. Honestly, I would have rather seen that. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) give me a villain for the season because they don't Mm -hmm. have to do anything to edit James as the villain because to me, James is kind of like a Gia Gunn, someone that's very intentional of the fact that they are a villain. And honestly, those are my favorite because those are. Comedy legends, in yes, my opinion. Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, enough about the person who's no, no longer, a con- or not going to be a contestant in this season. Um, uh, well, so RuPaul comes out and says that, you know, the, the sound of the siren goes off and she sees Raven and then RuPaul comes out, um, and she tells them all that they came in a crowned queen and that they will be leaving a crowned queen. So I think it's very, very clear that they're mm-hmm. all going to get super positive, um, critiques throughout the season. Um, and that the title of this season is Queen of All Queens. What do you think about the title?
1: I mean, what else is it going to be? But also... (laughs) I was like, oh, this is a great podcast. But I I mean, what (laughs) else? No, but I mean, but also (laughs) at the same time, it begs the question of... Wasn't that what Blue Hydrangea just got crowned? No, she got... crowned queen of the world. Oh, well, okay. So what happens when we have another verse of the world series or what happens when we have another all Winner series? Because know. you know, they're not going to just let these die at one season, but they can't be queen of the universe. That, that title's taken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so RuPaul uh, says that the twist for this season is that Noah will be eliminated um, and that the, there's uh, going to be a maxi challenge every single week and the top two all-stars of the week will get a legendary legend star. The winner will also get to block another queen from winning a star um, and those are super important because th- for the season finale the top four are going to compete in a lip-sync smackdown for the crown and it's all based around these stars.
1: Can I say something? Yeah, <laughs> your name is in the <laughs> podcast. You're, you may speak. <laughs> I think somebody needs to check on RuPaul. I love (laughs) Ru. I love Ru. Ru has done a lot of great things. However, this is getting absurd. Between, okay. The rules? No, 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 no. The legendary legend star. Oh, yes, the the naming of things. It's the naming of things. And then also, like, last season, the we won't peel. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, also, (laughs) there was that time period where Ru was posting on TikTok.
0: I think she's still doing it. Is she not? That's I don't know. I has, haven't. I haven't been on TikTok lately.
1: <laughs> but there was that time that Rue was like posting on TikTok like regularly, and they were just these like fever dream of TikToks mm-hmm. that make zero sense <laughs> And somebody needs to check on Rue. Yeah,
0: she, uh, it, it must be hard being extremely wealthy and fracking. <laughs> uh, well, what do you think of this twist for the season? No one's going to be eliminated. I mean, it's not, I, I know you hate the legendary legend star. I think the design of the actual pin itself is horrendous. Oh, I didn't hate the design. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well,
1: it was a flop for me. <laughs> um, but the no eliminations feels correct. I, um, also, there's no way they were going to, there's no way queens that had won would come back t- to risk tarnishing their good reputation right. to go home first. They obviously like had to make this a competition where nobody's going to look inherently bad. In a
0: way, I don't even see this season so much as a competition. I see it more as like a victory lap for them. Yeah. It, it,
1: and it's very clear that some of them are coming in with that mentality, right. which makes it more fun. I think so too. I, I would, I would love to even
0: see this on a main season Um, as long as it didn't get to the point where it was just constantly repeating the same storylines about, oh, so-and-so didn't do well every single week, you know, and it was just clear that...
1: You mean, like, how we had the 40-year season just now? (laughs) They got rid of folks. Yeah, after four... Like four episodes of not getting rid of folks. I love Drag Race. I love Drag Race a lot. (laughs) However, these seasons are getting longer and longer, and there's more and more different seasons to watch at once, and I can't. I just I can't keep up with it all. I mean, there's. it, it's but so it's also great for the queens. You know, it's great for the queens, though, to have the extra time on the television because right. you do spend so much. So, any extra episode is great for the queens. However, as a viewer, it gets exhausting at a certain point because we just have so many franchises.
0: True. I don't know. I just want to live on a magical land where we can all keep all of our queens all season long. I just have a lot of
1: feelings. She doesn't even go here. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, oh my god. I, I feel like th- I'm
1: going to be the villain this episode.
0: Oh lord, my my, sto- my stomach's turning. Oh, oh god. Uh, I think I think we need to take a break.
1: And we're back. Hey, okay,
0: sorry everyone. My my the wine had me feeling a little um sick, but I I I'm, I'm glad that I can join you back again. <laughs> For that very planned break. So next we get into the mini challenge.
1: Yes, The reading challenge. The most iconic challenge of all. And I love that all-star season. Start with this. Yeah. Because you don't... Like, on a regular all-star season, that means everybody gets to participate. Mm-hmm. With a winter season, it just means, oh, we're just setting the tone. Like, right. you should just come in ready.
0: Exactly. Did you have any favorite reads?
1: Um, One of them that wasn't particularly great that just lives in my mind rent-free now... Is a Raja just going B O O G E R S <laughs> boogers?
0: Yes, that one was so good. She was like, and then we'll keep it short and sweet, <laughs> which I appreciated. I think every single one of Jinx's was amazing. Oh, Jinx was obviously the winner. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. And but my there was one hidden gem in there that I still think about and I really cackle. It was when Shea Colette was like hey vivian um thank you for being the diversity hire yes (laughs) (laughs) i loved that
1: um another thing when monet made the um jada essence hall the only one to win from a zoom call to jada to later cry about it
0: oh yeah (laughs) i didn't think about that yeah (laughs) that is kind of rough um well, the winner, RuPaul announces that the winner of the reading challenge was Jinx, and it sounds like we both agree Obviously. with that. Yeah, she she totally owned it. RuPaul then shares with us that the uh, queens will be collaborating on RuPaul's brand new song, Legends. They'll be writing a lyric and coming up with some choreography. Um, but before they got to go do that, they went to the runway to meet one more legendary queen. And they are constantly trying to, just bamboozle us into thinking that there is going to be right. an additional queen in the season. We've had the Raven Hat gag, and now we have this. I mean, we had the Miss Piggy thing, what, in All-Star 6. Yeah. And I was very excited for Miss Piggy because I'm a huge Miss Piggy fan. But if you're going to give us somebody, just do it, you know? Right. We want to see your cuckoo again.
1: I want to see Shangela pop out of a box again.
0: Exactly. Well, anyways, what did you, th- what did you think of getting to see Naomi Campbell oh my God. on the 10th? Uh, oh my god
1: oh my god Naomi Campbell is such a icon um I also like my most recent seeing her in something was on Tim and Heidi's uh sewing competition that they had it was like an Amazon exclusive show I don't know if they've done a second season or not but she was like one of the judges on it and I loved seeing her that side of her because I hadn't seen a ton of her like personality and like seeing her and seeing her judge. So that was like a really great experience seeing her. So seeing her on the runway, especially knowing how much she means to my girl Shay, because you know, I've got this like soft spot in my heart for Shay.
0: I love that she got to have that really special moment with her. Yes.
1: And I love that she was last.
0: Yes. And I I totally agree. Um, So something that I'm somewhat embarrassed to admit she turned that corner i had no idea who that was like if i passed naomi campbell on the street I'd be like hey <laughs> I
1: would oh know no i would recognize her amazing statuesque beauty did you a mile away. watch
0: america's next top model no a lot oh okay how how would how would you recognize her then
1: because like i just know my like fashion icons that i should know mm. was she even on That's top way. model I thought that yeah. was a Tyra Banks show.
0: No, she was, but that was like, she was like a, I believe she was a, okay. Sorry, listeners, if you're a big fan of America's Next Top Model and we're butchering this, but I'm pretty <laughs> confident that she was like a really, um, I like think that might have been contestant. like, and she no, like won the whole thing and like, freaked out? Yeah. And fre- kind of freaked out Tyra because she was like better than Tyra.
1: I don't know that that's correct. Okay. Next week on shopping <laughs>
0: and Fawning. We'll do the
1: research.
0: Naomi Campbell, a deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> there were several, um, so Naomi got to critique the runway walks of all of the cool yeah. stars. Um, wh- were there any that really stuck out to you? Um,
1: so I loved that she didn't try to change the queens. Yeah. Um, the way the queen presents themselves. Because she was like, for Evie, like, I love this for you. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's a great runway walk, <laughs> but it's great for her. Yeah. Like, it's not... Naomi's style, but it fits the personality that it's on. And like Jinx <laughs> telling Jinx was
0: kind of like you get off the stage and then someone you go backstage and someone's like, Did you have fun out there?
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't read it that way. <laughs> no, <okay>. but, <laughs> but I I definitely did. I was like, Oh damn. I think she was just trying to be like positive and uplifting to everybody. Sure. And I think she was also just having a good time because she was there with all the winners. Yeah. But, like, obviously the two that stood out the most to me were, like, in a positive way, were Shay and Viv. One of the things that I noticed Naomi commented on was just how she was very, I don't give a fuck, with her runway walk. And Naomi was like, I love that walk. And I kind of love that kind of just, like... I'm here. I know I'm great on a runway. I don't want you to give, I want you to evoke that personality without having to say that personality. Like that's what Mm. I want from a runway.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. To be honest, that was not one that, that, that stood out to me a lot, but I will have to go back and check that out because Viv definitely does have that power when she walks and she had her hands like
1: placed like Mm. where pockets would almost be but maybe in a little bit and there was something about the way she held her arms and had her hands position that was a very not easy to pull off to make it look good positioning right
0: interesting Well, I I love that, and especially with this uh, with the look that she was wearing, they were all wearing their entrance looks when they did this. I I think that was like a that bad bitch moment was definitely one to pull with the um, with the horns and everything. Right. And for me, the person who stood out the most was Jinx, but I think it was because I related to her the most. I have I cannot tell you how many times in this very household where we film or we record this podcast, we've cleared out the tables, and I've had my drag mama on one side of the house. Danny, my other drag mama, on the other side. And I do my pageant walk. And they are like, slow down! We love the personality, but slow down! So, it Pageant was, walks are... Yeah. But also just in general. I feel uh, like I, w- I walk so fast. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait. Just enjoy the moment. Enjoy
1: the moment. It's also just the way Jinx does that, like, crossover. Which, like, sh- I think in Untucked, she said that it was, like, Betty Boop-inspired. Mm. Um... But it was just like, it felt like she was trying to put on for Naomi a little bit.
0: That makes sense. I think she was just trying to lean into her camp, really. You know, to be like, you know what? I'm not this high yeah. fashion. <laughs> Which <laughs> I do I like lie.
1: that everybody kind of like didn't really put on something that they weren't.
0: Yeah. they they, they Everyone everyone in the season really has a, a good sense of self. Um, okay, so following this walking tutorial... <laughs> um, they did some de dragging Evie got naked or like we sang in the South naked. Um, I'm just curious. What is the first thing that you take off when you de drag?
1: Um, are we talking about like probably my eyelashes mm. or my nails? No, sometimes nails are last, but it's usually like lashes or nails.
0: Interesting. Like I, I have recently started to have this problem where I get in the car and I immediately take off my lashes and I like set them in a cup holder and then I find them, Weeks later, and I'm like, oh, there's those were a nice pair of lashes. I should have.
1: I usually (laughs) try to take 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 those off first, unless I'm in a super rush, Mm. and then it's like, get the pads off first. Yeah. Um, because I like to take my lashes off before I start putting everything up, because then I can find my little case that I keep my lashes in.
0: No, that that's you're, you're so responsible, fun. Um If you I saw the rest of my drag, I'm
1: right. only responsible with my lashes, and that's only like ninety five percent of the time. Actually, probably only ninety. But nice.
0: for me, it's the pads. I get really hot, and yeah. so for me to <laughs> for me to take the like my feet get super duper hot, and so I, I've got to get those pads off. Um, it's it's honestly the biggest pain. Anyways, there's plenty more to to go through. Um, so they get to where they are writing the lines for RuPaul's new song um, and Jada mentions this one thing about saying how you can take lots of risks because there is no risk of going home. Would you take a lot of risks in this competition?
1: Um, not on this challenge.
0: Right? Not. This, I would. Episode one.
1: I would but not on this challenge right. because like I would fully be in the same boat as Jada when they're like so what you sing, <laughs> Bitch no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
0: But I love how she like is casually encouraging everyone else to take. Place, right. She's like, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to do it.
1: <laughs> um, I also loved Jeez. the whole moment with uh, Trixie and Evie where it was like, um, wait, who and Evie? Did I say Trixie? Yeah, Trixie. <laughs> the the she other T one. <laughs> the other white my girl three. that starts with the T that's in the Hall of Fame. Trinity. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I should not be, like, bashing Trinity because she's from here. Any Birmingham listeners are going to, like, ch- crucify yeah, me. I'm not going to be, be booked in town anymore. Um. But you know what? I'm here to give my opinion, and you're listening. So who's really at fault here? Exactly. You. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) your
0: whole name is in the name of this podcast. Half of mine is in it, so that means all of the opinions are yours and half of them are mine.
1: So you're saying you agree with all of my opinions. I say that
0: I take 50% of the responsibility. (laughs) 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 You get
1: 100%. (laughs) But I loved the moment with Evie and Trinity um, where it was like, she did the whole like, you can do, there's so many things you can do. You could be like, I'm the tuck. I like to fuck. Yes. And Trinity was like, okay, keep going. You're yes. just riding right my rap. <laughs> Trinity had some very like charismatic moments. This episode she did. like out of drag, just had so many charismatic moments. This episode that I didn't expect from her that were very endearing.
0: Yeah. She's also been surrounded by a lot of controversy recently. <laughs> and I think it's helpful to see, to, to see like, this this side of her again, you know. But I, I kind of feel like with, with th- I've heard a lot, like a lot of people who said that they were not as excited to see Trinity because of the controversy. But I, I first of all, I think a lot of it is speculated and not necessarily known as fact. First of all, but second, when it comes to, when it comes to this kind of thing, Fauna's just over here giggling, making me awful nervous. But <laughs> but when it comes to this kind of thing, it reminds me of, like, in in my grad school, we talk about. How when people get in arguments like academic arguments they take like eight months and then they say here's how why I disagree with so and so about what they said and so I kind of feel like it's this really long discourse that goes on to kind of like que- uh, clear uh, Queen's name um, and so I don't know I-, I wonder if they will bring up Trinity's controversies this season
1: I hope so because it seems I like want the drama okay I'm here for this all winter season I'm here for everybody getting along but I need fight. some drama. I look, do you like
0: when people fight on on television,
1: not in real life, unless I'm, if, if there's no way that I can be involved, if I can just watch from a safe distance and be involved in no manner whatsoever. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. I, I actually, I don't know for me, whenever, whenever there's excessive drama, it, I, I know that that's what does well on TV, but I just,
1: Oh I, oh, I didn't it. say excessive. I, I said <laughs> I need some. Just a, just a little. I need some. Just sprinkle the drama I'm for a not going to be it. one of those people that says, I hate drama. I love drama. I hate being in drama <laughs> 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 because I love talking about it.
0: Well, speaking of drama, they then move on to making the choreography on the stage, and initially Trinity is nominated to be the choreographer. I think that was full of
1: joke by Monet, but you honestly, think? it was hilarious. And Trinity's reaction is exactly what my reaction <laughs> would have been.
0: It's like, uh, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm not, mm-hmm. if if they hate it, it's your uh, it's your fault, Monet. Um,
1: and just the sh- shrieking, <laughs> just the random shrieking, <laughs> that is me. <laughs>
0: We should we should make that the the fourth soundbite that we have on, on our soundboard. Um, but she eventually turned it over to Shay to take the lead on that choreography and things. Yeah, and started smi- uh, being much more smooth sailing. Before that, Jinx mentioned that there were just there was a wealth of too many good ideas. <laughs>
1: uh, I love how they edited that. Yeah. Because it's like you fully think she's about to be like, there's too many chefs in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and she just, in her Jinx way says that but in a very polite and uplifting way i seriously suspect but also underhandedly
0: i i think this is going to be the most drama we get this season like i think every episode will get to this point where it's like we're all so good well i mean we're not willing to
1: i think there's gonna be a little bit of drama just with the format
0: fair which which we'll get to yeah um Okay, so then they, they get to the mi- mirror makeup conversations. They are preparing to go on the runway. Um, and during while they're doing makeup, Jada asks Shay, if she wins, who would she block? Which, okay, the producers of this show, come on. Th- this was some serious, obvious foreshadowing, you know? Yeah,
1: but, you know, some of it's probably that, and some of it's also probably, like, these queens want to know. Like, Fair. am I going to be the one that gets blocked? Some of it might be producer coaxing, but I know th- these girls also want to know that they're not in danger of being blocked.
0: Fair. So how? what would be your strategy for blocking folks in this competition?
1: Um. So I wouldn't honestly want to block somebody first week. What I would want to do is be a Monet exchange, land in the top two week one, mm. not win the lip sync, see how the strategy is going to play out that way the heat's not on you for setting the tone for the competition
0: oh that's interesting
1: and that way you don't have to worry about being blocked week one either
0: wow you know that is a good a really great point i'm not sure what my strategy would be for this i had not quite thought of it but yeah you're totally right monet is definitely in the best position here right um Sorry if you haven't if you haven't watched the episode. I'm surprised you're listening to a review. We're spoiling right. it ahead of time, but you know Shay wins, and then Monet gets to. Uh, it, w- it was the, was the other person. It was the other top all star of the week.
1: They both uh, still got their legendary legend stars.
0: Yes, and yeah, no, that's that's a fabulous point. I I think for me, I would.
1: Later on, I, I would want to win the lip sync, but week one, right? I would not.
0: I don't know. I'm still stuck. Which also, if you watch uh, Monet,
1: that was a very phoned-in lip sync for Monet. You think?
0: Well, we're getting but ahead. We're we'll getting get to way the lip syncs later. Yes, I think. I think I would probably w- would go after whoever I felt most intimidated by. And I love how Jinx brought it up er- uh, earlier in the episode. Like maybe getting blocked is like a compliment. I would. I would totally agree there.
1: But I think that's a good time to take a break before we do the runway or the maxi challenge. I hear you, Sib.
0: It's the main stage. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I just totally de- randomly <laughs> decided to do
1: that. Then. I wanted right. to like add into that, but I didn't know what to do, so I just kind of like.
0: It was like pitch jived. perfect, but you're like the backup dancer in that moment <laughs> in yeah. this audio platform. <laughs> well, we get to the main stage, and RuPaul comes out. And uh, has a look. What for did us. you think of the look? I, okay, I was obsessed with this, honestly. I think it was one of my favorite looks I've ever seen from Rupaul. It looks like it was oh, oh, oh my God, you I can favorite tell you like, is a bit much. Well, it it looks like it was Photoshopped I mean, on her you're body. allowed to
1: say, you're allowed to say that it's your favorite.:
0: I, Yeah,. <laughs> Half of my name is in this podcast, so yes, I, I can. <laughs> and I, I just I love the hair. I don't know. It just every time she moved with that look. I don't know, it, it looks like a it looks like it was CGI almost.
1: Okay. So oh, I feel like we've established it? that I have a very critical eye. Mm. Um I love the concept. I love it from about the mid waist up.
0: The mid waist up.
1: I'll there's something about episode. there's something about the way the waist looks on this outfit. It makes her waist look bigger. And there's something about some of the way the patterns on this outfit go that aren't super flattering. Um, Just because there's so many different directions and patterns, it's a really – I love the colors. I love the different patterns used, the different fabrics, the different textures. I love it. However, there's just something about the way it shows her, like – it makes her midsection look a little wider because it's got that thick band going diagonally across the front or like right at her like smallest Mm. part of her waist. And so you're accentuating what's supposed to be the smallest part. So that's going to make that look bigger because you're doing a wide stripe. And this is just looking at it from a design perspective.
0: Wow. So are you saying that we shouldn't accentuate different types of bodies, Fawn?
1: No, I'm just saying. Canceled.
0: (laughs) I'm kidding. <laughs> I hear you, though. The, I, I think there no, is I'm just a saying, lot going on with the look. But I don't know. I just um, love this concept. It looks no, like it's, the orange. I it's love like,
1: it. Blue. I love it. It's just I think there's a few placements that could have been different. Mm. Um, but overall, I really do love this look. She looks great. Does she ever look bad? Not really. Sometimes. Not like bad, bad.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, not, not like. I mean, perfect. there's been
1: something. Eh, but like not <laughs> anything that's just like. It's one of those is literally just nitpicking details of also knowing what she likes to represent her body as. Right. So that's kind of like where I'm approaching it from.
0: Totally fair. Totally fair.
1: And it's also just knowing what is flattering.
0: Well, and who was the guest judge for this
1: week? Cameron Um, Diaz. Cameron Diaz. I love her. She
0: got to have this moment with RuPaul. They went back and forth and then RuPaul did a number for Cameron Diaz, like, I- impromptu, obviously, with the backup dancers and everything. What, what do you think so of this impromptu. number?
1: Um, you're setting me up for this. I'm the villain. <laughs> uh, once again, it's only episode two, and this is <laughs> Flap trying to ruin Fawn's reputation. Never.
0: Um, Just continuing the beef from last week. <laughs>
1: um, it was good. I like <laughs> I like Rue opening seasons with a number. Um, because it makes Rue um a little more relatable, just because it's like, oh, Rue is a drag queen. Right. Um, because it was so long that Rue we didn't see Rue perform at all. It was just you saw Rue walk the runway. And it just kind of shows like Rue maybe however old he is at this point, I think it's like 61, 60 something. Mm-hmm. Um the fact that 60 something year old can get up there in those stripper heels and corseted because you know that bitch is corseted. Um, and I you can tell she's padded in this look too, like she's padded for the gods in this look. Um, yeah, she looks stellar. She can get up there in that and still move around a little bit. It's not anything revolutionary, it's but
0: honestly, like I, I just I enjoyed this number a lot. I every time she performs, honestly. I, I, I'm just in awe that that is. There's something Ru- about
1: oh. RuPaul that, while there is glamour, there's something about the just the inherentness of RuPaul that's a little campy. Mm-hmm. There's always the little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and it's like one of those things. RuPaul takes himself very seriously, but also at the same time, fully does not.
0: I personally can't wait for All Stars 8 when she opens the show with her new hit single, Fracking. Speaking of which, her new hit single, um, Legendary, was the Maxi Challenge, the Queen Legends. Oh, wait. Legend. Wait, what's it called?
1: Legends. Legends? Oh, you're right. Legends. Oh, man. Man, I wish I could By write. RuPaul, featuring the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars 7. Because
0: they are legends in their own right. Absolutely. So what did
1: Legendary. you... That's the closest you're ever going to get to hearing me sing. So be grateful.
0: Oh, no karaoke night. Mm, I can't,
1: <laughs> unless you want your ears to bleed. Maybe someday. Have to get me real drunk for that.
0: <laughs> well, were there any performances in the maxi challenge that really stuck out to you?
1: Um, yes. So should we just do our? Um, I, I kind of want to say like, should we just do our top two? Sure. Um. So my top two of the challenge were, um. Jinx and Jada.
0: Mm, Really? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Something about when a queen takes these kind of challenges and goes campy instead of bitch track. Yeah. I am here for it. Even though Shay never disappoints me in these challenges. Like Shay was phenomenal. I'm not disregarding that. Um, And we'll get to runway later. But in the challenge, like specifically based on just lyrics and performance, Jinx and Jada for me stole the show because like Jinx had like the little campy moments and so did Jada. And I love a bitch that serves a little campy moment. Like Jada's like at the end with a stamp from Mama Ru, even though I can't, like <laughs> that, plus the little part where she slapped Raja was like, "Yes, campy, great." I loved it, and when Jinx did her whole like slutty like middle-aged mom thing, I'm here for it.
0: My favorite thing about Jinx in this whole episode, I think, was if you, when you watch the, the beginning of this performance, and Ra- and Raja's doing her her verse. Jinx is just like hovering behind her, waiting to go. It's it's uh, it reminded me of <laughs> oh, Trump and the Hillary <laughs> versus Hillary Clinton and like the that one debate they had where Trump is just like hovering behind her. I might and need I was, a like, what is happening, Jinx? What I are you need, doing?
1: I need to go rewatch that because I fully did not notice yes, that.
0: She's, just, she's fully like uh, right behind her. Um, <laughs> it cracks me up every time. But I don't I don't know that I would necessarily necessarily say that these two are my top two, but. The two that stuck out to me the most that um, I enjoyed seeing the most were Raja, first of all. So uh. for, for some perspective to me, I, I looked up Raja's age because they kept talking about how old she was. And I was like, come on, she can't be that much older than Jinx. Why are they making this whole thing about how old she is? But no, Raja is 47 years old and has been in this game like because she was doing Top Model the, um, uh, before she was on Drag Race and then getting to be on Drag Race. She had already experienced so much in her drag career. Um, I, I think thinking, it, when we look at RuPaul and think like, wow, that's amazing that she can do that at 61, I, in, a, in a way, I feel similarly about Raja. Um, Are you saying
1: 40 is old?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm saying 47 is is getting up there, but... <laughs>
1: Here we go. Yeah. Flap is being age-like. Be yeah.
0: Age-phobic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I still think that there is a lot to, to say from Roger's performance from this. Yeah. There were so many stellar moments. She didn't
1: seem out of place. Right. And, and other than the outfit and wig.
0: <laughs> wow. I, I love that she's really sticking to that. Um, the she, she doesn't use body, right? Right. Like she uses her, her natural body. Um and I love that she's like sticking to that as she did from season 4 and and I don't know having season that three. Season 3 Season 3?
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh, season 4 was a queen that we don't talk about. Oh, man, I get, I get That was a Willem season.
0: season. Oops, my maybe. My yes, season I'm just trying three. to help you so the
1: fans don't come for you. you.
0: I just you know I can't get that straight. <laughs> Um,
1: you can't get anything straight.
0: <laughs> but yes, Raja was amazing to me. at That campy moment you talked about when Raja sla- or when Jada slapped her—that was amazing. Um, and then Trinity, for me, in this, this, like I realized that they they made up that critique mostly because Trinity told on herself about not knowing the words. She
1: doesn't know no, the, the words. words. But
0: still, like, she, they lifted her up, and she did those body rolls just so perfectly. Like, I, she, she... They also edited that to me. where
1: you couldn't tell that she didn't know the words.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I could not tell at all until
1: they... Also, this, like, further, like, her not knowing the lyrics, kind of almost further, to me, solidifies that they have a producer that helps them write their lyrics if they're having trouble. Mm. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how that works.
0: Interesting. I had not considered that. I just thought she may have forgotten her own lyrics. I mean, has I there know.
1: ever been just a terrible flop of a verse?
0: Yes, from the House of oh, Hall! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Exhibit A.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that was like a first episode of a regular season.
0: Okay. True. 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 I mean, in
1: this, no, and I, I don't think they would. But I mean, them like, there would have But verse. I mean, even in like the finales and stuff like that, like the finale. There's never been one that's just been... Also, but From the House of Hall is such an iconic one. It is. It's kind of like the
0: Riju Rochu verse. I think Roxy's. Okay. When she sings, like Whisper Part sings.
1: <laughs> they did her so dirty because <laughs> they could have made that good.
0: <laughs> they, they, and they deliberately chose not to. Um, oh, also, well, speaking of I'm producers... So I'm in here to make it clear. I know you love me, <laughs> That's why I brought you here. Is that the voices in my head? <laughs> Back at it again. Well... I think that, I'm not sure if they had help writing the lines, but I do think that they had help choreographing it because how else would they have had backup dancers um, to, who came out there and, you know, knew and and knew the choreography the whole way through to make it look better, you know? Because of Shay. Because of
1: Shay. She just packed them in one of her <laughs> cases. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Just well, like
1: they magically knew Rue's uh, impromptu number.
0: Oh yes, they just they come on stage and they just magically yeah. learn all. The power of drag.
1: The power of television.
0: So the RuPaul comes back out and says that the runway is I'm crowning. And these are all looks with crowns. So we are gonna go through each one of these with a very sophisticated system that Fawn has introduced to me.
1: So it's gonna be called Fawn or Flop? Hey. And if you fawn over a look, that means you like it. If you flop a look, that means you dislike it.
0: What a flop! And there are a couple of flops up in here. Just kidding. I will probably be that bitch that fawns every single look. You know, I. I, I'm I to be nice. <laughs> you
1: know, I like. Will just give my opinion.
0: I want to know. I want to know. Well, first off, we have Raja, who is having this moment, this callback to one of her legendary, um, season three looks and it um how would you describe this look
1: longer? um it's very what was the king that she's king oh. henry king louis
0: louis 14 louis king louis 14. the 14th yes um
1: it's very reminiscent like aesthetically of her marie antoinette yes um but also just like kind of that era does all blend a little bit um stylistically when it comes to hair and makeup Because it does have that very Marie Antoinette, that just powder white face that was just very that time period for royalty. I also love that she said she started with the shoe Mm -hmm. and designed the outfit around the shoe. That's so cool. That's such an attention to detail. And Raja is also one of those queens. She does her own take and she does fashion. She doesn't go with what's a drag drag trend, what's Drag Race doing? She said, this is what I'm doing. And she's basically a trendsetter because of that. She's not following drag.
0: Do you understand this, the crown piece?
1: No, but I don't care.
0: <laughs> Girl, I don't know what she's saying, but I am living. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't understand the crown, but honestly, I don't give a rat's ass. Right.
0: It, the look is just so it's so stinking cool. Yeah. Um, I'm the- also
1: impressed that she's got that wig with that crown secured and yeah. that crown is not moving. Right. Because that's tall.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And and I saw this tweet that it was similar to what you said, it's talking about how Raja is I think Raja is honestly the only queen on this season who is truly just doing her own oh, thing. Yeah, she fully. is fully trendsetter. Um and and isn't necessarily looking to drag race and other drag race drag race queens for inspiration.
1: And it's one of those things, especially as somebody that has done fashion photo reviews, she knows the trends. Mm-hmm. She doesn't give a rat's ass because she's so creative and has been even was on her season. She was like the first Marie Antoinette that we ever had on Drag Race. Um, She's her own entity and she doesn't care about trends because she knows she can kill the runway.
0: And I think that this this look is important in another light, too, because to me, you know, she's basing this around a king and kings are not. Able to compete on Drag Race at this moment, right? Yeah. And so, a friend Wyland. A couple of seasons ago, he talked about on Facebook. Uh, you know, it's it's cool to see King shit on Drag Race. Oh, Maybe when we Kylie get it from Kings, yeah.
1: When Kylie did it.
0: Yes, and and I and I felt very similarly about this. Which um,
1: I also did appreciate though that it was a reference to her name meaning King.
0: Fair, that
1: makes total sense. Well. It's the moment of truth. Do you fawn or flop this fawn?
0: Fawn as well. I no doubts, hands down. Next to the stage we have Jinx Monsoon. Uh, she had this amazing red gown, uh, red count. Oh my God, red gown with this
1: crown. The little Mary Queen of Scots with a yes. little bit of Virgin Mary.
0: And she, it's like, it reminds me of the sun, her crown. Yeah, the
1: very Virgin Mary. Walking
0: on sunshine. Yes, yeah, absolutely Virgin Mary. Almost like the Teletubby sun. She is the face, you know, yeah. inside the sun. <laughs> um, and then she me. reveals to us as she's walking down the runway that she's still got that MILF moment going on as she sticks her leg out and there's got a thigh-high slit in this
1: huge, huge, huge gown. I saw a thing where she was referencing something very specific because of that. I think it was like a... I think it was a J JLo, but it might have been somebody else that she was said she was referencing specifically because or like was not necessarily referencing was the inspiration for that because she had like a bunch of collaborations. I'm honestly just impressed that she was able to have that slit and a gown like this. Mm, yes. It, I
0: mean, it, it's it's amazing.
1: And honestly, this is how I don't think she had any other option but to come back in her first runway, do something this big she was not a runway queen on her season i am somebody that loves a runway queen which is why like my favorites of that season were like the roxies and the detoxes mm-hmm. um and this just shows how much growth jinx has had and how much more fully realized like this whole episode to yeah. me just shows how much more fully realized she is um and also money money helps yeah
0: it's like fungus, a giant growth. Um I the only critique that I would have for this dress is I initially I, I I see it and I immediately think of pizza because of the pattern. Um I I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I it thinks it looks like a, a giant cheese pizza to me. Oh <laughs> no no. No, like with the with the circles, it's almost like a little a brown <laughs> bubble, you know, like
1: I see pizza. more pepperoni than cheese. Yeah. I'd I still s- don't see it though. But
0: I think, I think that's just a personal problem. So do you fawn or flop
1: this look? <laughs> um, I'm going to fawn this look. We need to figure out something that's like, what's better than a fawn and what's b- worse than a flop.
0: Uh, yeah. Should it should be another F
1: word. And we, yeah, magical, I think we need,
0: need I can't, I can't think of any off the top. Another. We'll worry about that when F-word. we get there. Yeah. We'll cross the bridge when we get there. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay, so I am very opinionated on this one. Oh, wait, and who um, is this? This is Monet Exchange. She's wearing this like track suit, and it's very trans pride colors. Yeah. With um, the big puffy poof sleeve at the top of the shoulder, with like these exposed cage bustles on the hips, um, with this huge like. Hair show sculpted hair that is very like reminiscent of Black culture and what Mm -hmm. hair shows are in Black culture. So she's with like the the Timberland shoes. Yes, Yes. it's it's one of those things to me. Does it necessarily go to a unknowing eye? No, but does it work contextually altogether? Absolutely.
0: I flopped this look. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, not entirely. There are elements that I like. That there are elements that I think are really cool. And I really appreciate that inspirational speech. There was truly a tear in my eye <laughs> as you were um, fawning over <laughs> this look. I think there's a lot of really cool elements. I, I don't, I don't, I will just be honest. I do not like them together. Um, particularly the the cage on the side of the tree. No. I think if the, wrong. <laughs> I, for me if that if the cage part wasn't there, I think I would really adore this look, but it it seriously confused me when she turned and I will also i am I will accept that I think there are elements to this that as a white person yeah. I just may not I may not get I may not have the reference points to understand but for me
1: this has also been a very right. polarizing look um in general from what I've seen online however, for me, as soon as this came out from the just the fact of like taking a tracksuit to having the shoe with it to the exposed cage bustle. I I love a bustle, and especially like a cage bustle. I've got like a bunch that I want to make that I've been too lazy to make. Um, and then you just throw in the trans pride colors, and it's the tracksuit. I love the personally. I love the idea of taking streetwear, yeah, um, and elevating streetwear because I. Love a elevated streetwear, like which is why some of my favorite streetwear is like Asian and Korean and Japanese. Like all of that kind of streetwear is some of my yeah. favorite, just because it is so elevated. It's unlike anything we have here. Because here it's like, oh, you've got a t shirt. <laughs> um, totally. So I love the idea of elevated streetwear, and that just comes from me appreciating fashion um and having a strong appreciation for fashion so for and me, i have uh, no taste so <laughs> i will No just you just that. have a different taste we yeah. have a Gotten far enough for me to say that you don't have taste.
0: So would you say that you fawn or flop
1: this? Oh, one? I absolutely fawn <laughs> this look. Like it was one of those that it was an immediate yes for me. Will Will agree to disagree? I just her mug is so good uh, too. Yeah, she, she looks. She's beautiful. never not I, painted.
0: I just I don't know. I just I'm really struggling with that with that hip, but uh, everything else I really like about it.
1: Honestly, the hip's my favorite
0: part. Well, those hips don't lie. Speaking of which, the body a di is up next. Trinity the tuck. I, I will immediately tell you that this is my favorite look on the runway um, tonight. I I'm obsessed with this purple moment. The train was insane to me. Oh my god, are you about to, to say that you hate this? I, I think it's in. I think it's stellar. She's got that amazing orange hair with the contrast on the on the purple. I love it. There are some elements like on the body that I'm I feel kind of I- icky about. Um, not my favorite, but I I really appreciate the. The shapes on the arms, and then going down into that huge, massive uh, train on the bottom. Oh, and I thought the the earrings were gorgeous as well for this.
1: Sorry, I was just giving <laughs> Flap. Uh, sometimes I like to throw yeah, Flap off, see if Flap thinks that I'm going to disagree or not, or make Flap think the other way around. Yeah, I am interested. Are you um, just mad at me. No, I love this. <laughs> I love this look. Um, My only thing is it's something that I love and hate at the same time. She can't walk in this. Part of me loves that. And part of me absolutely hates that.
0: What? I'm obsessed when you can't walk. What are you talking about?
1: Um, However, I don't think there's a more perfect wig color for this. Yeah. I think Uh, she looked at every, every detail is paid attention to in this and there's no detail. Also, Rouged velvet velvet's already a heavy fabric mm-hmm. and so you're rouging it and that train is so there's Rouge polling if you i want to know how heavy this gown was and i bet this gown took up one suitcase oh uh, yeah it must i need have. to know what their suitcase allowance was for this
0: right it, it's i mean it's stellar so the makeup
1: is like there's not a bad detail to this
0: I especially love the, the
1: super... That being said, I flop it. <laughs> Just kidding. It's obviously a fawn. It's a fawn for me. Meanwhile, too. I haven't flopped anybody.
0: Well, I'm sure we'll get around to, to some flopping. If not um, on, on here. Maybe maybe after the recording. <sighs>
1: Next up... That's some fapping. <laughs>
0: Next up to the stage... <laughs> Ooh, that should be our, our supreme above flopping. <laughs> Next up to the stage, we have Evie Oddly. Okay, I thought this was a very interesting take. Crayons. Yeah how how do you say that word? Crayons,
1: crayons, crayons is it, how I say okay. it.
0: Okay, I also say crayons in my everyday life.
1: Um, I think it was a bit of a stretch the way she was trying to say it, but I kind of loved it.
0: Well, I have met people. I worked, who really say it. Yes, I worked in elementary school, and I've met several people who who call them crowns, and I'm always confused. I'm like, where is that coming from? Why are you why are you saying it like that? Uh, so I I love that that was the take she took with it and. It's just stellar.
1: Um. Um, For me, had this been on any other queen, and this probably isn't fair for me to say this, um, but I'm saying it. If it was any other queen, I would probably nitpick these details a lot more. Mm. You could see the panty in the back that was was black. You can see the straps on the sides that are black. Things that anybody else... I would have a major problem with, but yet because it's Evie, I don't. And that's probably a problem, but that's also the brand that Evie has. She's not polished perfection, and you're not going to get that from her. And her brand is to go against the grain. Everybody else came out here in these gowns, and she came out in here in this edgy, Mad Max, kind of like everything goes together. Like, this was there's not a a cohesive look
0: yeah there's not a piece of this that you could just mix match with something else you know i mean
1: right Uh this was made to go together also love 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 the idea i was a little on the fence of it at first but i grew to really love it the corset
0: oh being the black and brown yeah all the
1: different nude tones the nude
0: tones yes 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 Oh yeah, I did not even notice that. Before, it's a too.
1: full array of nude tones. Yeah,
0: and so so if you're if you're listening without the without a visual, she has this crown of crayons that are melted. It, it's like that what 2005 trend where people would use the hair dryer to melt crayons on a on that, a whiteboard.
1: Was that 2005? I don't know. It was when I was in like middle school. Oh well, uh, I ended I up doing it <laughs> much later.
0: Work well. She, I mean, she's doing it now. It's a, it's a trend, as you can see. She had a, a, the. Uh, all, all across the look. it was, from, It's almost like football padding.
1: Yeah, very that. And it almost looks like even the hips might be like football pads. Yeah. Um, from a design perspective, as somebody that's looked into this kind of thing in the past, I don't think it's actually crayons.
0: Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's obviously like latex. Like or something. latex.
1: Mm-hmm. It's latex or silicone. Well, and oh, sorry. that's something that I really want to like learn to fuck with. Yeah. Personally, as somebody that does I could totally do my see, own see designing, um, because latex, there's something about latex—a latex garment that's like the poured that's on something that just gives the illusion of dripping, and it's just wet looking. Yeah, it just makes me wet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and on that note, would you fawn or flop this look?
1: Um, we're gonna fawn this look.
0: I I would I lightly fawn this look. I I'm not I'm not n- incredibly obsessed, but. I do like it. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have the Vivian. Um, She is wearing this beige deconstructed look. Um, The crown is made of her hair. It's got it's it's braids in this interesting shape. Um, What 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 did you think of this
1: look? I was gonna let you give your opinion first, Um, but I'll go ahead. So the hair, love. I'm pretty sure this is Wig Chapel. I think is how you pronounce it from London. Is probably who did this hair. Um. Oh, I didn't even notice the shoes. Yeah, the shoes. I think are the most. The shoes thing are about fantastic. Um. The the dress itself.
0: It's it's got like it's got so many interesting textures. Um, it's like cowhide and like. Is it cowhide? I, 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 I think it's just.
1: I think it's just um there might be feathers but I think it's just burlap and I have very strong opinions both negatively and positively about this which good art makes you feel things you don't have to like it if it's art and it makes you feel something it did its job um but it's one of those things, I feel like had she not thrown out what she did in her description, I would have enjoyed this outfit a lot more. When you start throwing out words like Vivian Westwood, Iris Van Herpen, throwing out these big designers as your inspiration and saying that's what you're channeling, um, you've got to make sure your garment is on that level. And it's not. It's not a bad garment at all. Those are just such high, high levels of what a garment is. Fair. So when you're saying you're Iris Van Herpen or Vivian Westwood, it's not. Right. For me, since this is such a
0: comparative discussion that we're having, I would have to say that this, this is a, a flop for me. It is not one of my favorites um I i d- I don't think it is a, a bad look at all I feel I like if this gorgeous but if I, I saw
1: actually. this look outside of the competition, I would think this is fantastic right but inside the context of this, especially there's something about those stage lights monochromatic mono texture looks never look good
0: mm yeah, it's hard to make it work and the the shoes, although I really love the shoes um they 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 don't they go. Honestly, they almost don't go with it. But I can't tell if that's like the spotlight hitting it weird, if it's like the shade or the color of it. But what would you say? Do you fall or flop this up?
1: Mm, I think this might be my first flop, which I hate because, like, I, I do, I do like the look, and I do yeah. like Viv. I just think if we're gonna do this, in comparison, and obviously, in comparison of like what I know Viv can do. Yeah, but props to her because this isn't what I expected. And I it's very unique. applaud her for doing something a little more unexpected.
0: Well, sorry, Viv. Bye, flop. All right. Next up to the stage, we have Jada Essence Hall. How would you describe this look?
1: Um, she's got this beautiful, um, like platinum blonde, like very platinum blonde, mm. dreaded beehive with these purple, beautiful flowers all through it, with this tiny little crown at the top, um, with this purple-y, like, flower-like evoking kind of idea of, like, these ruffles going down the dress, mm. with this, like, nude corset with a lilac train at the bottom.
0: When I spoke to my partner about this, this garment, he said that the the flowers that you mentioned were uh, that he, that he that to him, it struck as like amethyst almost. Like oh, the inside of like, a, like a geode. Yeah. A geode. Yes. Uh, to be, uh, for oh, me, I didn't see that, but I do now. Yeah, and I, kind I know, of right. That. That's so, that's so cool. I'm I wish sure it had been stoned
1: more because honestly, if it had been stoned more, absolutely. That would be mm. fan. Fuck. Like that'd be so cool. When I say stoned more, I mean, encrusted. Right. Right maybe even beaded and stoned. I, um,
0: yeah. My favorite thing about this look is the wig and then the teeny tiny crown on top. Um, Same. The, the, the,
1: I like the exposed corset. I don't like the bottom of the gown.
0: Yeah. There there are some elements I'm not obsessed with,
1: but it feels like there were a couple different ideas that didn't go together. And I don't even know that I love this wig with this dress.
0: You know, same. I I do have some mixed feelings, but I think for me overall, this is a light fawn. I I I just the same. The crown puts it over the top for me. Um, I, I just really love that campy element. Of this yeah. Massive wig. Same. <laughs> it's, the it's very like Bridgerton. And it's also <laughs>
1: yeah. I was about to say it's very like the color of it almost harkens back to like the powdered wigs of a time and place when people of color wouldn't have a crown. And so to do this big bouffant beehive that is very reminiscent of that time period where she wouldn't have this power and for her to be able to reclaim this in a very afro textured hair. Yeah. Is very beautiful.
0: I love that. Would you fawn or flop this
1: I think it's also gonna be a light fawn for me just because the dress Lacks a little bit of a cohesion at certain points. Yeah. But it's still a fawn.
0: Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. It's it's up there for me. All right. And our final queen to the stage. Ooh, I can already tell the fawn is just oozing out of fawn over here.
1: Tell me about this look. She <sighs> I'm like literally speechless at this look every time <laughs> I see it. Um I wanna say that Michelle said this was Maison Valentino, which so she's wearing fucking designer. um mm-hmm. she's wearing a caftan. A caftan has never looked this fucking good. <laughs> um
0: <sighs> I'm honestly like hardly even looking at the caftan because her crown is um I- I- is made from braids into a right. Uh, It's it's so gorgeous, and for me, the the ear prosthetics. It's the ear prosthetics that really take it. Stop, take like. It's between
1: the hair crown and the ear prosthetic that really take it there. That may, especially with the fact that it's the jade in the ear prosthetic that ties in so perfectly with the gown. Right. Um. I've never seen a non-stoned caftan on the drag race stage that I would be like, this is one of the best looks of the night. You know? I'll let this slide, yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, it's usually like, oh, no, this was like one of my top runways of the night.
0: It's stellar. So, obviously, this is a... Oh, this
1: is like... I mean, if we're going to call the thing above a fawn, a fap, we're fapping this look.
0: I hate that word. (laughs) Okay. It's a fawn for me. I don't know that I would say a fap. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's still in the works. I I don't know.
1: We'll work it. We're workshopping.
0: Yeah, we'll workshop that one a little bit more. Who was your fave out of all of the runways today?
1: I mean, I just said it was Shay, but if I had to pick (laughs) a number two... My number two would be Raja. Yeah.
0: I think for me, my, my absolute favorite was Trinity's. I, I'm, I'm very obsessed. I love this purple on her. Fair. I love the orange wig. I, I'm, I was very much obsessed. For me, that, that was the one that I related to the most. And I, it just, my jaw hit the floor the second I saw it. I, I was really obsessed.
1: So, who were your top two of the week?
0: My top two of the week. Oh, wow. Well, yes. So the, at this point, we, we've gotten to the judging, we've seen the maxi challenge, we have seen the runway. And so it's to it when considering all of that for me, I was almost 100% positive that Trinity was going to be
1: in the top. Oh, no, I didn't. Um, because of Michelle's comment.
0: Well, it, it was just. I feel like Trinity just told on herself about not knowing the words. And I was like, Trinity. Well, Rue was like,
1: I could tell that she didn't know the words.
0: Yeah, but Trinity. Well, okay. Okay. I guess. But Trinity said it. and I would have never been. I would have never given that. I don't know. I lie. I've I've never been on Drag Race. I don't know what it's like to give critiques to myself. You're also very
1: honest. I feel like you would tell them.
0: I might. I put my foot in my mouth to my own detriment very often. But for me, I thought Trinity deserved to be in the top. Her body rolls during her performance were just, like, I was obsessed the whole time. Um, So for me, Trinity was definitely in the top. And I I think Shay was my other number two, I would say. She was also my uh, top two for me.
1: Mine were... Jinx was close. Jinx and Shay. Mm. And this isn't discrediting Monet, because obviously y'all heard me gush. Yes. Gush, gush over her runway, and she's another one that anytime she gets a chance to do a bitch track, slice the bitch track. Absolutely, I just like a little camp, and like Jinx gave me that, and gave a good runway, and then Shay had my favorite runway of the night.
0: Oh yeah, Shay was still. I mean, the second she come out, came out in that it, I, it, with her crown. Gay gasp. Like, oh, she's gonna. She's gay gonna go gasp. Um, yeah, I, I I was I was pretty obsessed. I mean, everyone was absolutely stellar this week, but particularly. Shay. I, th- I think that's undisputed. She deserved to be in the top. Fully. And then it is announced that she and Monet will be in the top two, the top two all stars of the week. And so they lip sync to "Old McDonald. Oh. Right, Would you perform child. this song? Oh, absolutely!
1: The, I like. I was uh, shazamming it the second it came on. Right. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is me." Same, honestly. <laughs> same. I feel like if we ever get to a point where we have a Patreon, we can always lip sync battle.
0: This would be, let's be number one on our
1: list. Yeah. I love it. Lip sync battle, like the songs every week. No. Would be a cute thing to well, do.
0: I was a little surprised that, that they chose these top two all stars with this particular song. Um, because I think that, that Jinx, in particular, was this. I felt like this song was made for her, you know?
1: Yeah, but I feel like that might be also intentional not to make it. But also, we know either of these queens could have slid the song who Monet and Jane. Yeah,
0: totally totally I just I really I still the think time Monet time phoned thinking. it in
1: I think Monet played strategically mm. I'm and that's not a discrediting Monet I think that's a brilliant thing to
0: do fair I just I don't know I'm struggling I think that I, I the whole time I couldn't help but think oh I wonder what Jinx would have done in this song. I really would have liked to have seen her perform. Because uh, all I, I can film. think of is that wow, 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 mm-hmm. from
1: season five of whatever the Mambo something. Mambo was. number
0: five. Is it Malambo? Mambo? Mambo. Mambo Jumbo. Mo-jo-jo-jo? I can't remember
1: what the song's name was. up Girls. All I remember is wow, 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 wow.
0: Wow, <laughs> wow, wow.
1: Yes. I, I mean,
0: I was obsessed with this song. I just, you may see this at my next show. Right. Um,
1: it's, on my drag playlist. Yeah.
0: And it's announced that Shay kool won the lip sync. Do you agree? Fully. Yeah, same. 100%. I th- I Actually, I, th- I thought
1: um, Raven won the lip sync.
0: Oh, yes. Totally. Um, I-, I wish that she could come back just so Ruth could like, slap her again while she's on the stage. Um, I
1: just want to see more slapping.
0: Yeah. More more slapping, more more flapping, more flopping, and more fawning. Um, so Shay has announced that she wins and she gets the power to block another queen with the platinum plunger. And she chooses to block Trinity.
1: Can I just say
0: block Taylor?
1: Can I just say <laughs> they're lying to us. This Boom. is a gold plunger, not a platinum plunger. Uh, fair.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like someone, someone,
1: they were just trying to that. go f- <laughs> with alliteration. <laughs> right. um, the golden plunger doesn't have the same ring as a platinum plunger.
0: Very true. I appreciated that it was encrusted, though. Um, yeah, it is the bougiest. Was
1: yeah. it encrusted or was it just glittered?
0: You know, I think was it like the all
1: was it like the All Stars um, to read you, you, books that they glittered like right before the number, and know. so Shay's hand is something. like full glitter. It's behind the scenes stuff that they talked about yeah. later. Um.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so she blocks Trinity. I and and love Trinity that it was
1: Trinity it. the block. Taylor got blocked. Yeah, it's very appropriate. Like, I don't love that Trinity got blocked. I love the irony of Trinity having that period where she was t- Trinity the block on, on Twitter. Trin-
0: yeah, and I thought that was a smart move on Shay to, to block Trinity because, I, I mean, obviously I thought Trinity deserved to be in the top. I think
1: I think And she's the only person there that's other than Monet that's competed against Trinity. So right. she really knows, like what Trinity's like exactly. in the moment.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Is I that I who you right? would have blocked?
0: I think so. I believe I would have blocked Trinity. Um, m- for a few reasons. One, I think I would have gotten the least backlash from, um, fans for, by blocking Trinity Fair. because she, she has some controversy right now. So that's one thing. I think also there's a camp factor to blocking Trinity, the block, like, <clears throat> come on, that's a t-shirt. Um, and then finally, I mean, uh, also Trinity can we talk amazing. about
1: this like whole so, moment where they walk behind them with the plunger and it's so yes. funny just the reactions and interactions between them all and Trinity going, I rooted for you on season yes. nine
0: <laughs> That truly was like the best the best moment. Like, I can't wait
1: to see that the rest of the week. Right. I just hope it doesn't get old. Same. Like I hope it's just not repetitive. It's not another it's chocolate. Wah, wah, moment. Honestly though, that was camp. But well, honestly, I would have probably blocked Jinx. Fair, fair. I
0: mean, she she also really killed it this week. Well, now that we have concluded episode one, what who who are your tops for the season? Who do you think we should be looking out for? What are your thoughts?
1: My tops are this blouse that I got at J Crew. Oh Just my God. <laughs> and that's the pot. <laughs> um, I've never even shopped at J Crew. I don't even know what they have. Probably basic white people thinks. Who knows? If you shop at J. Crew and listen to this, I didn't mean that. Wow. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it's pretty cute. There, there goes the sponsorship. <laughs> um, my tops are Sil I mean, she just won. Yes. Um, And Jinx. Somebody that I didn't think that I was going to fall this much in love with this fast. Yeah. Like... It's a full 180 of how I felt about her on her season, just because... I do put a lot of value on look and a full realized character. So she's got the full realized character now and she's got the full look now because she's had the character, but it's fully baked now.
0: Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. I, I think um, I, I would totally agree. Jinx is definitely one to watch out for They're Setting her up to be one that we should definitely watch out for. Even though Rue season. can't
1: remember her name at Dragon,
0: oh, that was hilarious.
1: Honestly, <laughs>
0: can, can you say your name? She goes Jinx.
1: <laughs> at least like <laughs> Rue, just like asked the name, and she. But Rue was like the one. You're from Seattle, and she's like, I know who you are.
0: Yeah. But, oh, I, I but, hate those moments. Uh, my brain farts out on me all the time. Yeah. Like that. Um, I think for me, my my top ones to watch out for are absolutely jinx. I 100% agree. I did not realize I was such a Trinity stan until we were um, talking and I was fawning over Trinity uh, with everything that she did. Um, But yeah, I was really, really impressed with her in this particular
1: episode. And it'll be interesting with the next episode. Well, I have with her being blocked.
0: It It will be interesting. Um, yeah, I I I think like I haven't watched it here. So like, Wink, wink wink nudge nudge the other um, the other queen that I'm really excited to see more of is Raja oh absolutely I, I just I, I mean for me I have I had not watched Drag Race so this is kind of one of my first introductions to her truly yeah. so I I, I'm, I I love what she's done so far there's a certain artsy side to what I do that I really relate to with Raja especially in her runway look this week um, I really appreciated it alright do you have any final thoughts about this episode Um. and that's the pod thanks everyone so much for listening to flapping
1: Flapping and and fawning
0: You're listening to Flapping and Fawning.
1: Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at Fawn.Fawn.Fawn.
0: And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at
1: FlapJQuelin. F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping And and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch.
0: You can also connect with us via Gmail at flappingandfawningpod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta.